Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's Notre Dame football season, everyone. Mike Singer, Tim Hyde, live on YouTube. Moments after Notre Dame crushes Navy 42-3. to Hope everyone is doing well on this fine Saturday um, late afternoon, early evening. Um, it's obviously late uh, the time that Notre Dame uh, over in Dublin, Ireland, um, for, yeah, again, for Notre Dame knocking off Navy, blowout victory, nearly perfect, just a really strong showing by the Fighting Irish, and myself and Tim Hyde will break down the game. Please do hit that thumbs up on this video, subscribe to our channel for more content. Before we dive into it, please do that. Quick note, Goolsby and I will be live on YouTube tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern time, so make sure you check that out as well. But uh, Tim... Initial reaction uh, to this victory for the Fighting Irish. What did you think about the game? Yeah, it's it, it was solid. It was a solid game. Um, I'll be honest, it felt like a scrimmage. And I say that as it was just efficiency upon efficiency. It was whether the defense – I mean, these guys were dialed in, man. The defense was locked in. I mean, my God, Mike, look at the stats here. I just I, – I didn't even look at them until now. Navy had a 128 yards rushing. 2.7 a carry. Obviously, they had one, you know, the one that went backwards killed the total stats, but still dominant win. Notre Dame offense was just humming. It looked like the first half last year. And we get to, you know, guys want to get into that. We can. They were up, you know, they had 35 at halftime last year. And it was just, it was fun to watch. Really nice. Offensive line was unbelievable. Mm. I mean, seriously, unbelievable. Similar, similar Is that the storyline? Tim, is that the storyline for the game for you? That's just the, how dominant that line was. I mean, goodness gracious, those holes were massive. Yeah. I mean, they were solid. Uh, you know, they were solid. Um, I'll be very honest with you. I was extremely, extremely disappointed. I get, I guess in Navy, I, I expected Navy to come out guns a blazing, which they did in that first drive. And I thought they would just play. I just thought they would be a better looking football team. Not, not that this game was going to be 35, 34. Don't get me wrong. And that's why I say it looked like a scrimmage. It looked like Notre Dame was just out there toying with someone. It looked like a Saturday scrimmage, and they're out there just getting their work in. And we're going to see this again next Saturday, and then obviously get ready for NC State. But uh, unbelievable overall performance. Kudos to the coaches. And that's going back to you know my, my main point of a scrimmage. These coaches had these guys prepared for so many, so many things. And um, efficient football game. It looks like they got out of there nice and healthy. Enjoy the you know the flight back and get ready for another scrimmage next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. So oh, oh cheer! Oh, holy moly, Mike! I know, happy birthday to Mike Singer, everybody! Hey. Oh my yeah. gosh, I'm so sorry. Like three minutes in, I'm talking about football, Mike. Happy hey, birthday, to Mike! Everybody. 
Hey, this is the post game show, so I think it's okay to talk football on it. But yes, thank you. Thirty, uh, yeah. g- great little way to start off the thirtieth birthday. I had a great time with family last night, nice. family friends, and uh, yeah, I got this today. Um, and then uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll do this show for somewhere between a half hour and an hour, probably right in the middle there. We'll have uh, Tyler Horko's there. And he's doing a, a video where, where he'll talk about the game uh, with him standing on the, the field. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll bring you snippets of Notre Dame's uh, press conference with Marcus Freeman. I, I believe we'll be able to. Notre Dame only allows us to use three minutes from those press conferences. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of uh, not ideal. But, you know, I'll try to post like, hey, here's, here's three minutes. Maybe some people don't want to watch the full 15 to 30 minute video. So we'll do that as well. But, uh, yeah, Tim, let's let's go to Sam Hartman. Uh, 19 of 23, 251 yards, four touchdowns. Completion percentage is pretty good at 83. I thought Steve Angeli, you know, with the hundred percent completion percentage, you like to see that I'm teasing. Um, but yeah, really strong performance by, by heart or yeah, by Hartman. No, I mean, it was what everyone expected. I mean, once again, efficient hit the, you know, the dink and the dunk throws early, set up a couple little plays here and there, hitting Salerno, hitting this one through a couple nice out routes, obviously. Um, you know, the, I predicted five touchdowns, or I said 15 in the three scrimmages, yep. which I count this game next week in Central Michigan. So he's up to four. So he's got to kick it into gear in one of the games. But, uh, no, he was solid. He looked like the guy was there. There was that, that graphic they put up, NBC did, with how many snaps he's had, and it's – thousands right <laughs> so yeah that's what he looked like he looked like a six-year senior knows what he's doing um offensively i'll be very honest with you i don't it, it looked exactly the same as last year they were in personnel way more than anyone's gonna expect i bet you i mean i charted it a ton people don't like duo they ran duo 90 percent of the time in their run game people so a lot of a lot of double tight ends more evans and stays mm-hmm. much than great house at slot and things of that nature with the slots. Um, even when they, they forced Navy to call a timeout, they went empty. They had three tight ends out there. Sherwood was out there in an empty set, which I found interesting. But uh, a lot of the same stuff, and that's going back to a lot of press conferences where players, you know, the media is asking, hey, what's the difference? And the player's like, nothing. It's all the same calls and we're running the same stuff. And it, and it looked like that. You just had an older six-year quarterback running the show, and that was a big difference. Okay, that was a really interesting point there about that. Kevin, thank you for the super chat. My friend Kevin here says there wasn't one. What the heck was that play calling offense today? I love it. Go Irish. Um, and yeah, folks, if you're live with us or if you're watching back, like please drop comments. I'm always reading the comments, especially the live ones. I'm, I've got several queued up of things that I know I want to talk about and you guys are, are want to talk about as well. So we will do that. By the way, someone in one of our shows last week said, Mike, if, if Notre Dame wins by more than 30, you got to shave your beard. And I was like, sure, why not? So um, the next week, I, I, I'll get a haircut and everything. I want to, you know, I want to look a lot younger now that I've turned 30. Um, it, but in all seriousness, like Josh here um, says, Reese, who it, it's interesting because. Yeah, I got 12 comments off that. I mean, come on, give me a break. It's literally the same stuff. It's overreaction Saturday, right? I mean, overreaction six minutes after the game. Yes. people Do people forget Notre Dame went into the game? Here you go, Mike, because I knew that was going to come up, Mr. Uh, Mike Singer. Yep. Drew Pine, 81% completion percentage in the Navy game last week. Last year, by the way. Four touchdowns, the same amount as uh, 
Sam Hartman in this game. So they went into that halftime last year, don't forget, at 35 points. Second half was a meltdown. Me, as someone who's coached football for 30 years, saw it because you had Syracuse, Clemson, up big. The whole entire team took a chill pill at halftime, and that's what we remember from last year. So when I say the efficiency part, the scrimmage part, Notre Dame did exactly what Notre Dame does when they're a good football team against a very average Navy team. They destroy them. So that's what they did. So when people say, where's Reese, this is the same offense as last year, guys. So in terms of, all right, some of the looks might be the same, right? Because also in modern day football, this is what Notre Dame's going to use more tight ends than most, but yeah. this is was a surprise. Let's be honest. That was a surprise to see how many snaps stays and Evans were together. And that we'll was have the surprise to me. We'll have the snap counts, excuse me, yeah. the snap counts posted at blueandgold.com, I believe, Monday. And Tim and I will talk about it Wednesday because I think that's going to be a really interesting yeah. thing. Like, guys, Tim, I wrote this down in my notes. The defense did not have, like, any rotation until the third or fourth drive, I I, I believe. Yes. I thought that was interesting. Like, Antonio right. Carter, you think he's coming in and he's going to play this big – nothing. And I, I was curious – Man, there's just so much to talk about, Sam. But I was, I was wondering, do you think that's something about just like it's the triple option? Don't rotate much. If it's working, don't change guys. Or do you think it's, it's our ones are just that much better? It's 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 the media. It's the media that's at practice. And what do we always talk about? Um, the young guys, the up and comers. This guy, that guy. Oh, I can't wait to see so and so. Oh, we got to get so and so. Like someone already posted in the chat. You know, where's Tobias? Exactly. We'll get into that in a few seconds. But um, it's no, those are the, I mean, you play the best football players. Let's okay. just be honest. And I, I literally, Mike, it's sitting here in, in bold red, third drive, backups play a little bit. They gave up a fir- couple first downs, boom, starters all go right back in. They did rotate. They did, you know, play some backups and things of that. I mean, they played three Vipers. Burnham got in there. So. But with the linebackers, I said this weeks ago, people do not like it whatsoever. The fifth-year senior linebackers are not coming off the field, people. Yeah. They've played too much football. You don't put that experience on the bench. And um, a lot of the, you know, the DBs, that was that was really surprising. So many of, you know, going back to your point, the mainstays played, even in the secondary, a ton, a ton. And that's okay. probably just the uh, – the groove of the game, they're dominating. Let's don't let Navy get back in. But Mickey's a backup. He played, he made some outstanding football plays out there as a backup. I thought the D-line was was solid once they started getting a good rotation there. Sneed played a little bit at uh at you know Will Linebacker, but those old guys are gonna play. I thought Maris Leafau was was all over the place. He, I mean, he looked like the guy everyone talked about in 2021, broke the ankle, took him a while to get back in the groove. Last year, he he was extremely active. J.D. Bertrand looked the same. Kaiser Kaiser was playing corner, safety, outside backer. He was all, you know, depending on the alignments, he was all over the place. So it was an active group. And going back to Navy, just Navy just had no oomph, right? They just yeah. had no mojo. And I saw this stat. They've only scored 17, 20 points in the last three or four openers. So I guess when you look at that, it does take them a while to, to get rolling. And it's, I mean, they didn't get 
I mean, they didn't get nothing rolling. So it was nice to see Notre Dame had a red zone stop. So that was a huge plus. Right. Uh, man, it, it was a fun football game to just talk about football, see what Notre Dame has. Next week is what it is. And then it's going to be NC State on the noon kickoff, which is going to be another team. Finally, we're going to see a team that's competitive athletically to see what Notre Dame has. So I think it's going to be a huge overreaction. I can't wait to hear uh, Mike talk tomorrow night because it, it is going to be an overreaction on things. Um, it, it, there's always is, whether it's positive always. or negative. And, and always. That's why uh, I, I, I love the great late Lou Samoji and when he would always say the truth lies somewhere in the middle um, on some of these things. So, yeah, yeah, great. I mean, look, we're over what around 550 live viewers as we record this now, a little over 12 minutes in Uh, absolutely fantastic trash. Really appreciate the $10 super chat. I think trash. I don't, he never posts just regular comments. It's just always super chats from trash. So I really appreciate all the support, my friend, um, it's just amazing to see how much this YouTube channel has grown when we started, um, like it was a pretty dormant channel. And then I started posting stuff around spring of 2020. Um, and then the Clemson game in the fall of 2020, when Notre Dame beat them was really yeah. when it kind of took off. So yeah, when I first started doing, I think we had two or 3000 subscribers. I think we're over 22,000 now. Um, and, and our YouTube shows are just monstrous. So uh, super blessed to to do what I do. Uh, I want to go back to the 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 Reese Parker discussion. Um, we got I, I've got lots of comments queued up, so keep telling me what you're thinking oh, about the great. game. Um, I mean, I, I right now I have eleven of them queued up, so really so much to talk about. Uh, but Tim, we're gonna hear from a sponsor real quick. Um, over at My Perfect Franchise. Um, maybe you're watching this and you could be a displaced corporate executive. Uh, maybe you are looking to put uh, your career in your own hands. Well, um, if that's you, then you can head over to myperfectfranchise.net and our friend Andy Ludicky uh, can help you out. Uh, Andy is a huge college sports fan and a franchise veteran, having owned multiple franchises and businesses. Using his expertise, Andy will help you find your American dream through a very thorough consultation and evaluation process. Give Andy a call, put your life and career in your own hands. And best of all, his services are 100% free to you. So, what do you have to lose? Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. Okay. So, no, no, let me just highlight something. Here's just the second drive of the game, going back to the personnel thing. So, they come out, which dead trips, three by one, 11 personnel, 11 personnel, then it's 12, 12 doubles, which was 11. Wildcat, that was the Wildcat drive with Kane. Then the touchdown at, uh, with uh, Price, where you hit duo up, there was 12 personnel. So, there's half the drive was in 12. The first drive, half the drive was in 12. So, a lot. It, 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 that was fascinating to me how they played so many two tight ends. But also, I would, it, also, it still goes back to the personnel. We could talk about all these wide receivers we want. You know, it's gonna it's gonna come down to the, the the season against the big boys is gonna come down to those wide receivers being dudes against you know other teams DBs you know DBs that could run with them today was a little bit different so that was a little bit uh, interesting how Notre Dame really stuck to their guns what they've done the last you know three four years the type of program that they've become you know during the Brian Kelly 2.0 as we always call it 
where they did a lot of heavy, a lot of double tight ends. And, and they definitely did that today with Parker. Yeah. I'm not surprised that they played as much as they did. Um, and I think the biggest difference in, in being like, oh, look, that Parker, the two, two big things for me, like, mm-hmm. oh, that Parker offense is so much better than Reese. The quarterback difference, right? I liked Pine more than you guys did, but still, I will tell you, Hartman is a far and, – and maybe I was just like, you just watch so much Notre Dame football with just not great quarterback play, and that's just kind of what you come to expect. And then you get Sam Hartman out there, and it's like, holy crap. You know? Like, Pine would have some of those, you know, 75-plus completion percentage games, but didn't look like that. Did not look like that. So I think that's one thing, right? Your your quarterback is just far superior. And, and then the second thing, you're, you're playing Navy. Um, yeah. So, you know, if, I, I wouldn't say, though, that people like – if people want to say, oh, Parker is a far superior uh, offensive coordinator to Tommy Reese, they might not be wrong. We'll just have to see. I just don't know if you can come to that conclusion based off this one game. Because no. everything Notre Dame was doing was clicking. Um, and I think that's because you have Hartman. I love the receivers. We'll we'll dive into them. And then, yeah, you're playing Davey. Yeah, and that's – God, and that just keeps going back to last year, which people want to blame, blame, blame. I look at it as the situation the program was in. The situation the program was in was the limited amount of wide receivers they had. Let's don't forget – Last spring, the offense was going to be built around Avery Davis, correct, who had been two years at a slot. Wilkins coming into his fifth year. They're injured. They're out. Then it's literally, you know, where's Waldo, as I called it all last year? Where's Michael Mayer? Michael Mayer never lined up two plays in a row all season. The dude was all over the place. And that goes back to Reese trying to highlight him because he had to. Who were you going to highlight last year? Tobias Merriweather, who lined up. Wrong half the time in practice. That's why he didn't play. There's even reports of him doing that again this year in camp where Stucky threw him out of practice. And then what did we get from Tobias today? Nothing. I mean, seriously, a drop, a bad route. I mean, he was just, he looks like a dude that's just in chill mode half the time. So, um, and the one time they're trying to throw him deep, Hartman under shots. There were, there, there were two plays though. There were for, for, for a, 2022 PTSD guys, you it looked like the one short one that looked like Pine throwing it short, correct? Uh, Tobias, and then the Navy guy is a millimeter away from a pick six. I was like, oh my god, we almost had a Buckner play and a Pine play, so that was interesting. But overall, I want to give the I'm gonna keep coming back to the O line. The O line was outstanding, yeah. the guards were outstanding. Spindler, there was, I think it was on a Price's touchdown, knocks two dudes away. Or maybe it was on a third down run by uh, Estimate. He was good. Coogan was solid. The tackles. There's one where Fisher's, oh, my God, the poor Navy guy, Mike. The, the, the guy couldn't have been 198 pounds. Fisher's 20 yards down the field just, like, just throwing him. Yeah. And um, it, it was an efficient, dominant game from the offensive line. More so in pass pro as well. Pass pro yeah. was outstanding. Yeah. Hartman did a good I mean, he got hit. Oh. I remember him getting hit on the Colsey completion, which was a really nice throw and catch. This is a delay. Yeah, that nice. was a linebacker yeah. delay blitz where they were off shooting off the running back and the backer opposite the uh, running back shot the gap, got him late. And there was a you know a couple late blitzes where they um where yeah, I think he only got hit, I want to say maybe twice. 
Hartman, another thing real quick on Sam Hartman. He's not the, he's not Ian Book because Ian Book would have taken off and ran a couple times. But his elusiveness, the way he moves, finds little uh, throws. He threw a couple nice little, you know, I just call it, you know, little dump routes. He must have yeah. thrown five or six dump routes today. Yeah. Just, hey, go get me five, six, seven yards. And that was yeah. impressive. Book was good, but like Hartman is Book if Book could sit in the pocket more and read a defense. Do you think that's fair? Yeah, but he did at times, and he gets such a at bad times, but, sometimes where he times. would sit in the pocket. Well, it, it's the overreaction, and, I, and the O line was just there. I mean, there was one time where Navy, I mean, Navy just did Jay drop seven, your standard four three rush, and the O line was just like, you're not even getting off the line. Yeah. And it was just a piece of cake. So, yeah. I, and, then, I, and that was, it's a great film game. It's a great teaching um, for Rudolph, you know, Guduli, all these guys, Stucky, all these guys on offense to keep working because it, you know, obviously it's going to get harder. You know, it won't next week, but uh, the following week it definitely will. Great teaching tape. Yeah. Uh, just to keep picking up things, stunts, because they did see a lot. And Navy did bring the house a few times. I want to say real quick. Sure. I was going to text you this, but I said I'll do it anyway. The play of the game. The thing I've been complaining about for two years is a running back who could cut in the hole. And holy cow, can Mr. Love cut? There's That's one play. Everybody, there, there's. No, I, I went back and slow-moed it like 10 different times. Navy's got nine in the box. They're bringing six. Safety rolls up. About, they have nine dudes within a couple yards of the box. Love is going to the right. It's the one he he gets stuffed to play before on this one. He hits 11 yards, I believe. The Navy guy's about re ready to make a tackle. Rocco's locked on his guy, and he just cuts, makes another – has two different cuts and goes for 11 yards. I highlighted that right here. Like, play the game for me because there's a guy that's going to get the experience that's going to make those things, and that goes back to what people get upset when they, you know, see – they think tailback's running in the A-gap. That's what duo is. It's one-on-one -on -one blocking, one-on-one. -on -one, the running back's got to make a play against one defender. Love did that. I said that dude's going to be a difference maker sooner than later, which was very nice to see from him today. Yeah, I want to get to, into more of the running backs too because you sure. did see all five of those guys get carries. Oh, yeah. um, or Devin Ford only got one. Um, but I could have sworn he got more than one. But official stats only say he got one. Yeah. Uh, did have a reception for nine yards as well yeah. on, on a little it's check down. Yeah. Um, want to just say this real quick, Tim. That starting five offensive line, everyone liked to dog on Jeff Quinn. <laughs> left tackle, Joe Alt, 2021 class. Yeah. Jeff Quinn. Uh, left guard, Pat Coogan, 2021 class. Jeff Quinn. Zeke Carell, was that 2019 class? Yes. That's when Harry left. Yes. And, and you go back and read quotes from Carell talking about Quinn. Jeff Quinn recruit. Spindler Fisher also clocked the 20. So four of the five guys Notre Dame signed in that 2021 class are starting on the offensive line right now. Like, wow. Who's the – and Michael or um the kid uh, who flipped from Auburn, Caleb Johnson, who's now left. Mm -hmm. He was the other player in that class. Like yeah. just kind of a side note, people will get mad at me for that. But I told you, I, I said this on our Wednesday night live show, Mike, that with Coogan today as a three-star, the first true three-star to start – an opener since Nick Martin, 2015. That's a good company. O-Line U has had dudes in recruiting. So uh, kudos to Pat Coogan, who I thought played solid. Yeah. Very impressed by us uh, Spindler today I as well. I think it was that Price touchdown where Alt and Coogan 
and I want to say Evans combo with Alt. Yes. Just hard in the Red Sea. Goodness gracious. Those running backs got to be so excited right now. Um, 32 rushes, 191 yards, uh, two touchdowns, estimate, and Price gets in on his first ever carry. Um, Six yards per carry. Timmy, do you mind if we get to some Super Chats? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just going to say, I I haven't really seen. Can you just throw up the, the stats while you're reading them? Of course. I just want to see the running back stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look at that. They just spread that thing around, didn't it? So Paul says thought Angeli should have played much more and tried to score. I mean, I would have loved to see that, but I want to say as soon as they hit forty-two points, which let me see when that was. They hit forty-two points. There was eleven minutes left, twelve minutes left. I think that point it was Angeli, but then Navy's drive took eight minutes and twenty-one seconds, so it just killed the clock. So that's just kind of part of it. Uh, Notre Dame had quick scoring drives, six like, like a minute 52, a minute 42. They had, you know, the 628. I mean, they, oh my goodness, the offense looked fantastic. But yeah, Paul, I agree. I thought Angeli's uh, little pass out to Flores was the most beautiful two-yard um, two in, the, in the history of college football. But in all seriousness, I'm still glad that he got some experience out there playing in Navy. Yeah, he did a good job. He, he looked like last year, you know, good job handing off, finishing the game. There's nothing wrong with him. You just good experience. As keep your mouth shut. You're going to get suspended like you did the last time. Repping for AM tonight. Good job. Andrew Kilmore says, Is Greathouse the best freshman receiver since Michael Floyd? He looked well, awesome. What do you think, Tim? Yeah, once again, I mean, you got a 1000% no disrespect, Andrew, but yeah, I mean, Navy looked like me tonight covering. Uh, guys he he got open he had some nice routes obviously beautiful passes the one touchdown he had no one on him navy starts run all the guys start running yeah. after hartman he's all here's a little dump pass to you so floyd was a dude against the big boys so great house will be judged by ohio state and what and whatnot so uh saying he's the is he the best freshman since uh floyd maybe yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll say yes. At the end of the day, his stats will will be there because so many of these. Uh, I'm thinking of. Oh my God. I'm just thinking of guys. You know that have all played in in the league uh, since Floyd. You know, Claypool, St. Brown. Oh my God, Tim. Will Fuller. You guys know who I'm talking about. As I'm yeah. trying to rattle here live, is uh yeah, all those guys sat as freshmen. So, Great House, yes, is going to be the best since Floyd. But my yeah. Andrew good. says not saying he is Floyd saying since okay. Floyd yet. Yeah, I, yeah, for yeah, sure. 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 I think that is no, I hear I, you. He's definitely the best since Floyd out of all this group of freshmen that we've seen in the last dozen years. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He is a dude for sure. Three receptions, 68 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, the one, this first touchdown, that's what, 35 yards, I believe. Yeah. Um, yep. Be- you know, beautiful pass. It was. Man, I, I'm just going to keep saying this. Very efficient. Very, very – just great job by the coaches just getting these guys ready to come and play today. I mean, really. They didn't come out here, hang out, and 
and kick the can around and wait. They, I mean, it goes back to the opening drive, what, six and a half, seven minute drive of just boom, 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 going right down the field. So, um, and, and, and real quick before we get to another one, Mike, just I'm always big on run game efficiency, going back to the O-line. I charted them at 78%, meaning four yards or more, or if you need third or two, you get the first down, 78% today. So seven for nine on the opening drive. So unreal by those guys today. Yep. Andrew, appreciate the super chat. We've got one from Eric here. How much can we take away from this game? Navy is such a different animal. I feel like it can't really tell us much. What's your guys' opinion? I mean, Notre Dame went out and did what they were supposed to do. If Notre Dame struggled today, there would be a lot to take away. So I, I, I feel I don't like there's the context of we can't get too high from this game, but also you shouldn't say, oh man, there's nothing to gauge here because there's a lot of good things that you saw on the football field and, you know, Navy might not have the highest ranked, most coveted recruits out there, but st- still a FBS football team that Notre Dame just shellacked. Um, so, yeah, Tim, what do you think? No, I, yeah, I agree. It's game one. You don't know what you're going to get in, in a game one. Um, is Navy going to come? I mean, who would have thought, man? I mean, you know, what, what if Notre Dame fumbles, you know, the estimate one? What if, when he fumbles and Navy recovers that different mo- momentum that starts that game after he fumbled um, – you know, who knows if Navy goes, I mean, Navy had a guy wide open. Don't forget on that fourth down. When yeah. they ran the boot, there's a touchdown right there. The whole game starts to change. Navy was not efficient with their opportunities. Notre Dame was. And that's, as Mike just said, high, higher ranked football players showed up today in the game and it, it, it showed. So not to take away, I, I will take away Notre Dame. Look good. They got some good football players. Next week's going to be a good scrimmage. Hope you all come back. We'll still talk about it as we get ready for a really, really tough road trip against NC State. Yep, folks, please do hit that thumbs up uh, on this video. Maybe you're this is your first time interacting on our channel, and maybe maybe that's you, and you're just kind of looking for your Notre Dame fix. Subscribe. We we have five live shows that we do throughout the week, including tomorrow night with former Notre Dame captain and linebacker Mike Goolsby, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Again, that'll be on Sunday. Um, so please subscribe to the channel. You, you can hit the little bell notification too, um, so you don't miss a video. And we, it's not just live shows as well. We have different recruiting updates, uh, press conference reaction, all, all that good stuff. So please do um, subscribe uh, to the channel. We got uh, a nice little super chat here from my friend Susan. She says, 30 years old, great Irish win, special day, happy birthday, Mr. Singer. Thank you very much. Uh, I, I'm glad. The I gotta you know shoot Coach Freeman a text and thank him for shellacking Navy to make this show a lot easier. If it was another 35-32, I think that was the score last year. This would have been a struggle of a show, um, and would have been a lot more stressful stressful for me. And then seeing all the message board freak out over that would not have been ideal. Which, by the way, uh, you have I think what six hours as we record this to sign up for. Maybe they'll uh, extend it another day. I don't know, but. Uh, 50% off your first year of premium access over at uh, blueandgold.com. So please do uh, check that out. But yeah, Susan knows all about it. She's a member on our website. So please do um, be like Susan and uh, check out the website. Matt also says, happy birthday. Thank you so much. Uh, What is the biggest area you think needs improvement? What was your biggest surprise of the game? Area of improvement for me, Tim, I'll, I'll go first and you can think about this. Sure. I want to see more improvement from Tobias Merriweather. Tim, I think when I asked you for expectations for Merriweather, he was like, I want I want to be the number one receiver. Yeah. Um, so 
he had you know just the one target no two targets a drop uh and then you know the the one that probably would have been a touchdown uh but Hartman was a little late on the throw there which I think that's probably the only real blunder from Hartman on the day that I could remember but that's probably the biggest area improvement is just from that one guy for me that at least that comes up top of my head biggest surprise of the game um I would say maybe the lack of defensive rotation earlier in the game. I I, I didn't expect to see the, very, very little to none. Uh, I think Snead actually got in on the first snap defensively, and then I don't think I saw him after that or, or maybe got a, a few snaps. Um, but, yeah, I think that was the only real surprise. I was like, I, I just didn't expect to not see Antonio Carter until like the fourth quarter or whatever it was, Tim. Yeah, I mean, no, no, those are all great points, uh, the defensive rotation. But uh, – I mean, it's game one. You go with your dudes, and they went with the guys, the vets. They went with the best football players. And, I mean, this is the reason why I think anything less than 10 10 wins is a disappointment this year. There are a lot of older upperclassmen playing football for Notre Dame that have been on the field the last few years. So there's a lot, a lot of uh, elder statements out there, uh, you know, statements that should be playing, that are playing, will play. I thought the biggest surprise was definitely Tobias. And when we talked about that, we did that little TikTok you wanted me to do. It's going back to history. Notre Dame have had what I think I rattled off four, five, six guys that have gone from zero to a thousand as a sophomore. Tobias does not look like that at all, which was just shocking. So, I mean, he throws a little a bubble to get him running, right? Get him on the perimeter and he, and he drops it. But, um, Defense, I thought the linebackers looked fast as could be. Those dudes are flying around. D-line was active. Um, I was surprised. How about this? I was surprised Josh Burnham played in a three-point stance. Is that is he better in a three-point than, you know, Botello and uh, Tuli Alamaca were always in a two-point. So when he came in, he was a three-point, tight five technique, hard on that C-gap shoulder. So that was a little surprise. Yeah, he gets he gets credit for that sack. Shout out to great Gabe Rubio really made that happen too. With the, I mean, he just blew by the interior offensive lineman. So shout out to Gabe Rubio. Glad to see that uh, old career backup, as Tim would say, shine there. Yes, yes, yes. Now it's year three, uh, but I'll, I'll be very I'm I'm very surprised at how much I did not expect to see the running backs like a hockey game. I did not ex- I I was not expecting that many. Of those dudes just be rolling in like that a ton, and they, they did a little wildcat with uh with pain. So I, I I thought that was interesting, you know how they rotated those guys. So I thought that was uh it was nice because they're all really good looking football players too. When you get them out there, you can see Price obviously had the one burst and he had a few stuffs. He didn't uh, show a lot of wiggle. I mean the one touchdown straight ahead. Love is the guy like you could see it. The first time, even when I think his first time he touched it, he got stuffed. But you're like, oh boy, you can see something there. No, I think the first time he got the ten yard run where he just right. looked faster than everybody when Did, they were in four wides. And uh, you look kind of long and lean to you, no. Jeremiah Love. Like you want to, you want to see him get another ten pounds. Yeah, I don't care. It just <laughs> okay. I mean, my favorite football player of all time is uh, Eric Dickerson. I love yeah. Eric Dickerson. Tall, long, and just ran over people. I loved Ed back in the heyday, but. uh that's who Love's always reminded me of, this tall, lean guy, runoff tackle. God, man, can you imagine getting get him? There's got to be a way. There's got to be a way for him to move up to the number two guy here yep. in the next few games to where he's getting a dozen carries 
he's got a man, he's got a burst on him that is real. No doubt about that. Yeah. I did like the amount of rotation. I just don't think that's gonna be it when yeah. Notre Dame plays in NC State or Ohio Louisville State no. or Ohio State. I mean they, we, we can talk about five headed monster all we want, but you're not gonna take off a rested estimate. Like if Estime's not tired and he's just I mean, he's just cruising. Like, you're not – you don't want to take him off the field. That's just kind of how it goes. Like, when you watch the NBA playoffs, those benches – or your team goes from playing like nine or ten to, what, seven, right? You only got like two guys coming off the bench. I mean, that's kind of how it goes. Like, you're going to play your best guys the very most. Um, so, like, yeah. And Estime, I thought it was kind of weird that Angeli was handing off to Estime late in the game. Like, Estime, I you know, was that. Yeah, that, that was surprising to see him, unless they were trying to get him 100 yards, because he ended with 95. That's why I went, yeah, I went like the stats. Like, are they trying to get him 100? Why is he out there? Why? Why? I mean, what what is it that for NIL, he needs 100 yards? <laughs> like, why? I didn't get that. Like, he's he's got, yeah. Yeah, it's um, Estime, rest the man. It was just kind of weird. Hey, can you throw the stats up real quick? Did um, what do you want to say? Receiving did, I mean Notre Dame is obviously tight end. You did no tight end pass, right? Yeah, that's that's been a. I've seen that in the comments a good bit. People are talking about that. They played a ton and they didn't catch any passes. Yeah, okay, no targets. I don't. I mean. I have to go back and rewatch it to see yeah. if there was any moments to throw it. All right, I need you to jot that down, Tim. When okay. I text you Wednesday morning about uh, topics for the show Wednesday night, Thanks. 8 p.m. Eastern time, by the way, we'll talk about that. Uh, that's a really interesting thing. I don't – just on, on thinking about it, nothing really to react for me. I mean, he was – Hartman was just dealing down the field that, well, you know, I don't think there's anything – at least just on watching the game, it's like, oh, wow, they're not going to throw the tight ends this year. No. I, I don't know. I think that might be a little bit of a reaction. I, I tend to think that Holden stays is going to be um, – Yeah, know, and I'll chart – yeah, and I'll re- – I mean, obviously, I always rewatch yeah. the game. I'll chart that different to see if, you know, how much stays Evans ran routes. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the dunk to Salerno and Tyree. Tyree had a nice one over the middle. A couple, like I said, nice out route. Hit Thomas once, Colsey once. So yeah, I guess you know the, it was it was really quick. A lot of the passing game was just real quick, real quick, real quick. Yeah. So Tom with twenty, called. yep, Tom with twenty dollar super chat. Really appreciate. It. He says offensive line dominated, game still played in the trenches. So uh, or, or you know can be won or lost. Oftentimes, is that more? It was Navy, or are we going to dominate like this more often than not? I I, I think the latter, Tim. Uh, I'll let you know, uh, midnight, September 23rd. <laughs> I, well, more often than not, I think this Notre Dame offense is line is just going to just destroy yeah. people. They're they're Coogan. I mean, Coogan looks massive. I don't yeah. know. I mean, his ways, they only list him at 300. He looks, he just looks huge. He looks, I mean, he looks like, you know, he could hang out with Joe Alt all day. They look like twins out there. Spindler's thick as could be. Spindler catches a little, uh, as the Goolsby will talk tomorrow night, because he's he is he's slow afoot. But man, when he puts his 330 pounds on you, you no one moves. He just locks on and just keeps road grading you. So there's no way Coogan's 303. There, that dude's got to be 325 pounds. There's no way. He is huge. Seriously, he just unless he's just like long and lean, or I mean, he looks massive. So. Okay. 
it was nice seeing some big dudes up there. And uh, Zeke looks the same, little feisty little you know pit bull in there with all these trees around him. Right. So, but uh, yeah, O line got after it. Uh, I mean, to me that to me was the linebackers flying around look like maniacs out there, and the O line for the, how efficient they were up there. So um, solid. We'll see the same next week. There'll be a little jet lag. They got to be focused, just handle business, and then we'll start getting into some real football here soon. Man, I love just the, the YouTube chat has just been fantastic. Like, you know what I have not seen yet, Tim? And I, maybe I've missed a couple oh, comments. Oh, don't do no it. One, no one has talked about the announcers. We're talking football here. Let's freaking go. Which I by, love it. Which, by the way, I thought I was, you know, just background listening when um, Garrett did some of the breakdowns and all that. See, I like that stuff. That was solid. That's yeah. solid announcing when he he's breaking down plays and – he broke down the the double post to Thomas. He's all that's an NFL round. Sure enough, exactly double post. You read the yeah. second guy outside yeah. all the yeah. time. You had the Evans running the crosser, pulls in a guy, boom, wide open yeah. up top. So. The Collinsworth um, replacement, I, I forget him. Like he he struggled at times, but what I mean, what do you expect? It, it's like if you asked me to go do a South Carolina post game show. After not knowing anything about South Carolina, of course I wouldn't be great. Exactly. And, and Garrett's Garrett's just a football guy. He might not be a Notre Dame guy. Yep. Um, which is why Talk I just the wish they could get a Brady Quinn or, or just someone like that. But that's a different discussion. Speaking First, of that, how about the how about the pregame show real quick? I watched it on Peacock, and it's all you got a USC quarterback, an Ohio State linebacker. I yeah. yeah, it's all. But I guess they're getting ready for Big Ten, right? So there you go. Yeah, Chris, that's Garrett Fine. Yeah, that's that's a that's as much as we're gonna spend on this. Yeah, uh, but Tom Hardy again, I really do appreciate on that super chat. I have got twelve comments, questions, comments, right, questions uh, queued up. Uh, we are going to uh, go ahead and hear from uh, one of our longtime sponsors here at Blue and Golden, and that's of course Augie's Locker Room, guys. It is Notre Dame football season. Irish off to a one and zero start to the 2023 campaign after crushing Navy forty two to three. Notre Dame will have uh, Tennessee State this upcoming Saturday, and if you're coming in for that game, you got to make time for Augie's Locker Room. They have a wide selection of Notre Dame stadium pieces, jerseys, helmets, autographs, one-of-kind rock the items. You can find exclusive Joe Montana signed items and famous sculptor Jerry McKenna's replicas of the bronze statues around the stadium. Augie gets new items all the time, and if he doesn't have what you're looking for in store, just let him know, and he will go find it for you. When you're in town, visit Augie at 1811 South Bend Avenue and see the vintage helmet display dating back to 1890. Augie has amazing items that, you'll, that you will want to see. Visit AugieSLockerRoom.com. For folks watching on YouTube, you can, um, as I scroll some of these items, it's a long page. There's a lot more there. Um, so yeah, visit AugiesLockerRoom.com or you can give them a call 574-277-6363. That's 574-277-6363. Uh, my buddy Kale says everyone thought Deion Colsey was buried on the depth chart and he impressed today, Tim. I thought there was a lot of receiver rotation, um, early in the football game. Uh, and Deion Colsey, uh, he had that nice uh, kind of leaping catch when Hartman got hit. Um, yes. he, I, Stays made a really nice block on his uh, screen. Uh, mm-hmm. 25-yard touchdown wasn't the most difficult thing that he did on that touchdown. It was pretty much just there for him. But a nice show of burst by Colsey. Three receptions on three targets, 45 yards uh, in a touchdown. Bub says nice game for Colsey. 
Yeah, Tim, I was pretty pleased by Colsey. Was glad to see him get a ton of play. Um, thoughts on uh, on him? Were you surprised? No, there's no exactly. I mean, you know, touchdown, heck of a block, and he just runs it straight in. Um, no, I mean, it's solid. I mean, Colsey's been that. You know, that second half of last year where he had some big catches, started to play more of a role, he's a huge target. And that's the like – see, and that's the thing with Notre Dame fans. When you see Colsey and Tobias, we're always thinking Claypool, Boykin, you know, St. You know, St. Brown. We're thinking these big tall guys to just go up and take over, and they haven't done it yet. So uh, Colsey had a nice game, good efficient game, three catches, three targets, solid, yeah. The one on the out route where Hartman's getting hit and he's kind of a bad ball to Colsey, great catch by him. So, yeah, solid, solid ball game. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. I, I just think that guy's like Tim's not a big Colsey guy at all. You, you, you're well, not the biggest, and not that you don't like Colsey. You're just yeah, like, it's just it, it, it's going back to that body, you know, you know, Notre Dame fans. When you see that body, when you see that, you know, once again, you're like, okay, that's the next Claypool. Yeah, that's the next St. Brown. That that's the next this guy, and it hasn't clicked in. Yeah, and this and this goes back to my point. I know Mike Goolsby's talked about this. Is heck, ESPN Game Day talked about it. They're all like, all the guys on the set today were talking about Hartman. They're going to be good, but then they're all like, well, who is the dude that's going to take the top off of defense in the big games? And that's still the question. We're not going to get that against Navy. We're not going to get that against Tennessee State. It's going to come, and that's going to be the question for this offense down the road. Yeah. This is, is true. We could say it. People would be upset with that, but it is a true statement. Let, let's talk about it. Who on this – and just real quick. Sure. On this receiver room, Jaden Thomas, fantastic. I want to talk about Thomas on Wednesday. I want to go through his story and my thoughts about him. People, We just don't talk about that enough. Um, not to take the top off the defense guy. Jaden no. Greathouse, love him. He's not. Colsey is not. He's – more of a possession guy who is outstanding at least in my maybe not outstanding but he's made some nice contested catches yeah yeah. since the second half of last year till tonight he you know when the balls come his way he has made plays for Notre Dame last you know six games total games seven games they played those third and longs last year you know pines find him drags I think Colsey's a really good football player Chris Tyree he's got the speed he's just not going to be like a He's, He's going to be a seam guy. Not, I mean, just, I mean, he got the PI. That would have been a touchdown yep. right there on the nice yeah. deep seam. But so he's, still, those are the he's, he's not taking the top off the defense, though, in your traditional wide receivers since Salerno's not, Flores is not. So um, it's going to go back to a That's it, right? It's going to go back to a dink and dunk. And when you get teams playing quarters, man, straight across the board. Find the guy that can win a one-on-one matchup, and that's but, that's going to be the thing. In terms of like, okay, I'm not saying that, you know, Thomas is not going to be able to have big gains through the year. But in your traditional, like when you think of like Randy Moss running a nine route, he's going to run by everyone. Tobias is the only guy on the roster who has that skill set, in my opinion. I'll, you guys can tell mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. So right. that's why Tobias is just so freaking important. Um, for me, it's just a dink and dunk offense, but then what are teams going to do? You can't, well, that that goes back to like, you know, you know, one of the gentlemen who did the super chat earlier about the, you know, what do you take away from this game? Exactly. You could dink and dunk like the seven minute opening drive, hit a Salerno, hit a hitch here. You could do those things against Ohio state SC where athlete is matched up, you know, stud against stud. 
yeah. a different type of thing. Then, then you have to be efficient times 10 to actually go and move the ball and do the things in those, in those elite games, those big games, which Notre Dame has a handful of those, um, you know, this year. Tobias is the key. There's no doubt about it. We've talked about it a ton. He is the key. I mean, Great House's touchdown. He's basically was a, uh, you know, they're in a tight bunch. He's the tight end right there. He's a wing tight end that's going uh, running the seam against and beats a safety. So he's going to have to get matched up in a few big games to hit those down the road. So there's not that guy that takes the, you know, the top off, which goes back to. How, you know, how do you comp- how do you compete for a national title if you don't have those guys? I guess that, but we're, we'll find out because Notre Dame's going to have multiple games this year against top five, top ten teams to see what happens. Just scrolling oh. Twitter to see if I've I've missed much. Um, uh, hey, real quick, but I found that interesting. The, the... Go ahead, Sam. I was going to say uh, Horka's picture. He. Uh, at the press conference, I found that interesting. The three that were sent out, yes, those are three of the the prime football players from today. Yep, I just was looking at that. So it was uh, Maris Leafau, Jaden Greathouse, and Sam Hartman um, spoke with the media. Um, looking at a tweet, Marcus Freeman says the play of Jaden Greathouse is a reflection of the recruiting and development under Chancey Stuckey. Stuckey, uh, I'm a huge fan of um, for sure. Um, Super chat just came in from Tom with another one. Really appreciate this friend. He said, what are the thoughts on Parker? He called a pretty conservative game. Once again, was that because we dominated Navy didn't need to show much? I felt confident they would score every time and they did except for the one where uh, didn't settle for a field goal and it was missed, but I don't know. I don't know about conservative Tim. What what would you say about this? Yeah. I mean, I got my little brand new notebook here and I chart play by play. I set formations down a distance, make little notes. I don't think it was conservative. If it's third and two, he's going to hit the quick hitch, move the chains, or hand off the estimate and go run for a first down. Um, he took some deep shots when they did, when they had the moments. I don't, yeah, I don't think it was cons- conservative. I, I don't. I mean, I once again, I, I think it was efficient. So yeah. a, a very a, efficient game. Excuse me. I'm, I keep going back to the Salerno, the Tyree. Over the middle, you know, the little ten-yard dump they hit to him one time, and then the run game. I guess, I guess it was conservative because of the way they just manhandled the front seven of Navy. I mean, they got hat on a hat and just moved the pile. Like I said, when you're seventy-eight percent run game efficiency, that is insane. That is that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Tom, really appreciate the, uh, the the super chat here. Uh, Dave, going back to the receiver discussion, take the top off the defense, and Goolsby loves Braylon James. Yeah. I didn't talk about him just because when I went through, as I was listening to all those guys, I was looking at the stats. Braylon James was not a guy who got to play. Did he play? Did you see Braylon James out there, 14? I'll be honest with you. I know if he played, he got out there and he blocked, yeah. you know, at the end. So, that, so I wouldn't know. So it's one of those things where – in the 2020 season, when everyone's calling for Jordan Johnson nonstop, I'm not saying that Braylon James is going to be Jordan Johnson. I'm just saying, like, there, sometimes there's a reason. Like, maybe Braylon James isn't ready, but when Braylon James is, he would definitely be like he's that type of speedster for sure. sure. You know, but, you know Tyler. Yeah, but Tyler Work has talked about him during camp of when he's gotten in. It's the you know he's basically a third string, so it's threes on threes. He's made a lot of plays. He's got some touchdowns and yeah. seven on sevens. 
in uh in the threes on threes when they're getting their 11 on 11 action so he has done things during the camp he's just not up to the other guys' level and it's just it goes back to our comment mike my god on signing day where we we said mike goolsby said as well floors is going to play because of the high school he's from yeah. great house is going to play because of the high school he's from two of the elite high school programs that throw the football in america and those two guys have just stuck to that rhythm all throughout. Yeah. When you say the high school, like, yeah, that helped develop them. Like, those guys yes. are just came in ready to play. It really helped yeah. that they were early. They know how to run a curl. They know how to run a hitch. They know how to yeah. run a, a five-yard outbreak. They know how to do those basic little things. Yeah. Because those high schools they're from were elite passing high school programs. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Mendoza says, first time I've been on here live, or Mrs., I guess the, we don't have a first name. It's the first time I've been on here live. Great job, fellas. Love listening to you guys on my way to and from work. Love to hear that. Uh, the, the live component of these shows are fantastic. Of course, we put put all of our shows now on podcast format as well. Um, but uh, yeah, we always love uh, you guys on here live. Speaking of love, Trash with another $5 super chat uh, says, is love the next Fulston, Procise, or Adams? Well, I called him Josh Adams when he signed. I and I said that off of his highlight film, the way he would just <laughs> excuse me, run is still getting over the cold, run east west, yeah, cut and go 80 on his highlight film, which Josh Adams had a hundred fifty-yard runs, it seemed like during his time at Notre Dame. He he reminds me of Adams just the way he cuts on inside zone and 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 can break. So out of those three, he just reminded me of Adam since day one, probably the body, the length, things of that nature, the body frame. So Josh Adams could, could run as good as anyone in Notre Dame's history. And love, loves, loves going to be that guy, man. Holy moly. He is going to be that guy. Tim, are you ready for some rapid fire? Uh, sure. Start throwing okay. up. Josh says watching the two minute drill before the half was great. That was, that was nice to see Tim. Yes. I'll just say, yes, it was, I literally charted that down. Two-minute drill. Sam Hartman, see what happens. Yes. Outstanding. Great comment. Perfect. Yep. Um, BR Irish Boy says, we're missing the force for the tree here, guys. But Rocco and Pat really played well. I mean, this was uh, posted almost 45 minutes ago. Uh, so I know we've covered that a little bit. But, yeah, Tim, thoughts on, on these two guys? Exactly. I mean, they came into this game playing PAT for a couple of years, right? I don't even think Pat Coogan even played PAT. I know Rocco did last year. So that's been their amount of their playing time. And you could see the reason why Joe Rudolph. I mean, once again, let's go Joe, Joe Rudolph. Brand new coach. Got hired late, correct? Hired late after Harry, you know, resigned. And he just came in and started meeting the guys and things of that. And he talked about this in his multiple press conferences of having lots of meetings to, to learn these guys. And here he goes into camp after spring ball. Both these guys were backups in spring ball and as an open competition at the garden, these guys come from basically, you know, I keep saying nowhere, but they're no one expected them to start. And here they are starting and they blocked their tails off today. So I mean, it's just great. Great as a coach to see guys rise up and they, and they definitely have in year three, nothing against Billy Shroud. You know, I'm sure Billy's going to go somewhere and, I mean, maybe they move one of these guys to center and Billy's the guard next year. Who knows? So um, I'm sure Billy will get some playing time, but we talked about this again real quick on Wednesday night. You know, do you rotate guys? Heck no. Heck yeah. no. You let those five just go out there and just just steamroll Tennessee State, 
play the backups when it's time to play the backups and get ready for NC State, which is going to be a big test. Central Michigan, and then it's the Super Bowl on September 23rd. The get ready. Do you remember what the second team O line was? It was at the end. Yeah, I, I know it. I know it. I, I know it was at the end. I, I was running up I here. Up later. I saw Tosh Baker once. So yeah, I saw I Tosh Baker. I saw Craig, but I didn't. I didn't draw it that. Time yeah, I'm well. sure. I mean, the, and the the second team all camp has been Wagner, Baker, Craig at center, and then Billy Shrouf and Christophic. So I'm yeah. sure that was the five. So. Yep, uh, Lux ND, my boy says uh, your offense was beautiful. I certainly agree. Jay Carr, uh, a friend of the show, says uh, Burnham, Botello, and Anya look good. Yeah, Botello looked uh, – I was pretty impressed with him. Fantastic athlete. And Botello, Anya – I mean, seriously, all three of those guys. That was a good little rotating. It was, it was fascinating to see three uh, Vipers play, and Burnham got some good love out there. But, yeah, Botello was a darn good-looking athlete, man. Physical, physical against the run. So really good uh, job by him. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Chris says, yeah, tight ends caught zero balls. Were they ever targeted? No, but Tim and I aren't, aren't really concerned about that right now, Tim. I mean, no, there's not a Michael Mayer on there, but did Notre Dame still – did they struggle through the year? No, I, I, I'm not concerned about that. Maybe if the offense stunk, uh, Hartman was struggling, it's like, all right, where are the tight ends to help? Then maybe you're concerned. But right now, uh, you know, I'm, I have no issues with, with this. But any thoughts? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I'm it's it's on my notes. I'm gonna go back. Uh, I'm sure Mike Goolsby will will check it out tomorrow night. But yeah, I'm a, that's gonna be one of my things I do in, in rewatching it and see what what were the routes, how did they move, and I think if they were gonna throw the tight ends, he was already quick releasing to uh, Salerno and some of the other quick cots that he did. So, which those hot reads were were on the money. I want to go back to a couple of the scrambles. I want to see, you know, Hartman had like three or four scrambles. And that's the thing. You know, is he is he trying to hit Evans and the Evans is just covered up or something? So I'll, I'll look for that in the rewatch. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You're on mute. Yep. All right, thank you, my friend. Uh, John says, how many freshmen played? You got Jeremiah Love was one, Great House two, Flores three. Don't know about the offensive line. Uh, I, I don't know if any tr- true freshmen played on the offensive line. Uh, defensive line, I don't know. Special, line, special teams, Bowen and Flanagan. Two. I did not, I'll be honest with you, I didn't study the special teams. Bowen and Flanagan were supposed to be shooters on one of those units. Yeah. Uh, and then I know Christian Gray played um, in the secondary. And then, yeah, probably special team. So I think, what, five, six. So, yeah, you're definitely getting a good bit of freshman, true freshman playing in Notre Dame right now. And John also said, can we have Sam for more than one year? Can we get can we get some kind of petition to the NCAA to get Sam Hartman for another year? Um, that would be fantastic. Uh, and Mason said, at what point are we concerned about Tobias? I, I mean, I, if he has a stinker against Tennessee State, I mean, then I, I guess maybe, but right now, I mean, it's. I mean, we'll find out. We'll find. I mean, yeah, I'm, 
I'm not going to, I mean, Tennessee State's going to be the biggest overreaction on earth because I'm expecting 55 to three or whatever the heck it's going to be. But um, probably won't be that much because Notre Dame's going to run the ball and get the heck out of there because they're going to be jet lagged. But um, right. yeah, when are we concerned about Tobias? If it just, if it just continues, it, um, if Hartman's like, I'm going to throw that guy, I'm going to throw that guy. I'm trusting these guys more. And uh, I mean, the, the, I mean, let's just be real. It's going to be NC State, the noon kickoff. Hartman has struggled against NC State over the years because they play that 3-3 stack. Safeties all over the field. Tons of different robber rotation coverages those guys do. That's going to be an interesting game to see if they try and go up top. But, I mean, Mike, you said it 20 minutes ago. Tobias is the guy. He, they got to hit him on a, on a go route somewhere. He's got to be the guy out of that group. Yeah. And Ray says, I agree. Uh, no concern for, I mean, no concern for TM right now. Bob says like, what did Tobias do, do wrong? Yeah, you know, dropped one pass. Um, and, and then says, um, you know, Tobias was wide open on that long ball. But yeah, yeah. But the, the thing is for the, if the expectations for Tobias Merriweather are, you could go be the leading receiver and you have zero catches and a 42 to three win there. I mean, we're, we're, it, it's something you yeah. got to talk about. And Hartman's thrown four touchdowns and on pace for 300 yards or whatever he was today. You know, I know he's under it, but you know, you know, the, I, you know, the clock took away a series definitely the way those new clock rules are. But yeah. you're right, Mike. It goes back to a point where Tobias was anointed last year because of the mess which you've covered in recruiting with wide receivers. It's true. He's coming in. He's the guy. He's a top 150 player, big time prospect. Ryan Kelly bolts, they keep Tobias in the class, right? Because the other two guys all leave. So he becomes this savior, so to speak. I felt like from Notre Dame fans, Tobias everything because he stayed. I, I truly believe that. He stayed in the class. Everyone just made him out to be this great guy. And he just hasn't done it. Just hasn't lived up to it. Now you got Hartman, the guy with 100 some odd touchdown passes. I mean, they're rattling off his career today. He passed like two or three guys in yards tonight. And uh, he's going to move. I think he may end up being the third touchdown guy if he reaches 30 this year in the history of college football yeah. so it's like when is it going to click in for that guy and maybe it, who knows man maybe yeah. it doesn't and Hartman's like I'm gonna go to the other guys yeah again if like if Matt Salerno had zero catches today we wouldn't be like when are we going to be concerned about Matt Salerno because we're not expecting Matt Salerno to be the number one receiver on this team right. um, or that's not even a discussion but for Merriweather it's like oh what did he do wrong well it, it, not necessarily other than the drop pass, like no, you didn't maybe not do anything wrong, but like why then why is everyone else getting all these passes and, and devices? Not like if the expectations are very high and he has zero catches, we're gonna talk about it. Like that that's well, again as- not concerned yet. Let, let's talk about let's let's see how things go next Saturday afternoon. But where was he in the spring? You know, going back to the spring game, he looked like he just had no energy, no effort. You know, looked like he just got it, you know, taking a final that morning. It, you know, the way he played, he looked like the spring game Tobias today. So, and it looked like the Tobias we saw last year against Cal where they're trying to force feed him on the field and he didn't do nothing. He got thrown out because he kept lining up wrong. Yeah. But I mean, he's, if he, if he just, like how people criticize him about oh lackadaisical or whatever. If he was doing that in practice, he would not be playing. So I mean, I don't I, know. I I know. So it's like, does I mean, does Colsey? You know, they had Thomas in the boundary rotating with Colsey. Does it become? Do one of those become the field guy? 
or is it, you know, do they make the field guy Flores? But I don't know if Flores is, can he be an outside dude to go beat guys up top? And Tobias with his length, his speed. I mean, you know that, Mike. That's why they recruited him. He's an elite athletic guy. So he, yeah, he needs to come alive. Whatever he does next week will be overreaction again. It's uh, he needs to come alive in the in these big power five games coming up. Trash, appreciate another super chat. I don't know if we can start saying if he's the next Michael Floyd. It was just one game, and it was against Navy. Yeah, Floyd, but hey, he's got Floyd all the potential in the world. Yeah, I don't think he has the speed. Is I mean, Floyd. Yeah. Was, yeah, Floyd was a man amongst boys. Yeah. Well, I think we'll we'll put it right there, Tim. Uh, any closing thoughts? No. It, Fun game. It's fun to see a lot of good football players that had good springs, good summers rise up today, did some good things. Um, you know, Hartman, you know, just, I mean, they didn't let up. They just kept going. It, I mean, just Navy. It's going back to the opening statement, right? Or I was, I mean, they just didn't have anything, but maybe as, as we've learned, they haven't scored a lot in the previous few games, opening games. Notre Dame just sucked the energy out of them. You know, that, Game could have turned early with that fumble. If Navy hits the pass, things didn't happen. A lot of things went right for Notre Dame, and it shows obviously in the score, the yards, stuff in Notre, uh, stuff in Navy the way way they did. Um, no, a lot of a, a lot of really nice things. It, I mean, seriously, doesn't it feel like a lot of the dudes we made? Not, I mean, like Great House, solid spring game, carries that into the summer, carries that into game one. Really nice to see that continually going, you know, and obviously Rocco's taking the starting role. Tyler could talk about this more, but it seemed like practice three, maybe four, where he took that starting role and he's never given it up since that, you know, uh, uh, Coogan took it right during that second week. He's never given it up. And then Mike, we haven't said one millisecond on the best offensive tackle duo in America because those guys were just studs. Blake Fisher looked unbelievable, unbelievable on pass protection. He picked up this one blitzer late, just threw him out of the way. And also boring, he just does his job. He's going to be a top 10 pick because he's just, oh, I'm just boring. I'm just going to knock the hell out of guys for 60 minutes and uh, just do what I do. So those two guys, man, enjoy them. Enjoy them. I predict they're both going to go to the NFL and enjoy the heck out of them, fans, because they are studs. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Big Joe Alt fan here. Oh, Folks, man. please do please do hit the thumbs up on this video. Of course, subscribe to our channel for more content. Sunday night, August 27th, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Mike Goolsby show. You are not gonna want to miss it. What does he have to say about Sam Hartman's performance? Uh, I'm sure he's gonna have some thoughts about Tobias Merriweather. Uh Tim Hyde, fantastic job. I mean, we we went live within what, three minutes, four minutes of the clock hitting triple zeros. Uh, Goolsby will get probably two or three rewatches. Tim got two or three minutes to think. Um, so, but so you're not going to want to miss Goolsby and, and what he has to say. So please do check out the show uh, tomorrow night, right here on our blue and gold YouTube channel, head over to the website. If you, if you still are craving more Notre Dame content, head over to blueandgold.com. sign up 
for our annual subscription. It's half off right now. Uh, that deal will end very soon. So just $50 for an annual subscription if you're a, a first-time subscriber over at blueandgold.com. So please do check that out. Um, and uh, yeah, lock into our YouTube channels here. Uh, YouTube channel right here as well, 8 p.m. Sunday night, Mike Goolsby Show. Um, appreciate you guys watching, Tim. Great job uh, tonight. And uh, as always, folks, we will catch you next time. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.